0: You know, when I asked people to name three entrepreneurs, they named Steve Jobs and people like that, and they never mentioned a local entrepreneur. And so that was a real learning experience for me on the speaking circuit, is that rural areas didn't really think about entrepreneurship. And that's been part of our job, is to really push it to the forefront of economic development and place building and community building that I don't think a lot of people thought of in our area.
1: That's Jeff Brown, co-founder, president, and CEO of The Biz Foundry, an entrepreneur center that serves the Upper Cumberland region of Tennessee. Jeff and The Biz Foundry director of outreach and engagement, Tiffany Anton, joined us to talk about the entrepreneurial landscape of rural communities, where they've supported about 500 entrepreneurs and helped raise about $9 million in angel and early stage capital. You're listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a podcast powered by Launch Tennessee, dedicated to entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. I'm your host, Clark Buckner. Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership with this simple vision. Make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. This season, you'll get an up-close look at how the statewide Launch Tennessee network and boots on the ground startups build Tennessee. In this episode, Jeff and Tiffany explain how they're helping people make their ideas and hobbies profitable. And they discuss the advantages that come from living in a state with such a strong entrepreneurial ecosystem. They also unpack some of the unique challenges and opportunities for startups in their region. To learn more about Tennessee's statewide network of resources, visit launchtn.org slash buildtn. Now, let's jump in.
0: Hi, Clark. My name's Jeff Brown. I'm the president and CEO of one of the founders of the Biz Foundry in Cookville, serving the 14 counties of Upper
2: Cumberland. I'm Tiffany Anton. I'm with the Biz Foundry, the director of outreach and engagement, and I've been here about three years.
1: Hey, friends, I so appreciate you both taking some time. We're doing these sessions virtual, and we're still going to be able to get some great stories and some great perspectives of what's happening across the state of Tennessee. And, you know, together, we're all better with all of our, our hubs working together and all these different groups collaborating, but what I'm really excited about, you know, this season we're doing on Disrupt the Continuum is we get to zoom in on the specific people who are part of this growing ecosystem and and this really unique statewide ecosystem. So I am so excited to have both of you on here, and I think a cool place to start is just a really quick Intro overview of what the Biz Foundry is today and kind of where it's come from, and then we're gonna start talking about where it's going. and, and included in all this are some of the entrepreneurs you're serving. To start with, you Jeff, just a so quick, since you were at the there at the very beginning, what's the uh, the quick overview in your own words, and then Tiffany help us fill in the gaps.
0: Well, I guess uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, I was always a little frustrated. I was a county commissioner in a rural county, and just really kind of frustrated with how entrepreneurs were addressed and it just seemed to me like what they were being told by, how do I put this nicely, by government and academic organizations, they were being taught how to start and build a business by people who had never done it. And as people had heard me say a million times, you know, we kind of believe that your football coach should have played football at least once. Um, so, You know, that that's kind of the idea out of the frustration. And one of my best friends was the same way. When we got a chance to take over the launch, Tennessee contract, we were just, okay, we're going to start a nonprofit and take a stab at this. So it was kind of a, you know, it's kind of a dream for me. I'd wanted to do it for years.
1: And Tiffany, from your perspective, what have you seen the Biz Foundry do over the years and, and what motivated you to get involved?
2: So when I joined the team about three years ago, Jeff was, he had a million contacts. He had all these state backing and really great support, but not as much locally of a face of what the Biz Foundry was or is. And so I felt like when I came in, I could kind of do the groundwork and the the local work for us a little bit. And so I was able to kind of help the team and we've now expanded into McMinnville and Sparta and we're really able to serve our region um, as well as the great connections that Jeff has with the state. And so we're really kind of making a run at entrepreneurship in the Upper Cumberland region.
1: I am so excited to talk more about the expansion and Sparta and McMinnville. So that I know those, I understand those are up and running and cruising along. And so we're gonna come back to that in a moment. But before we do that, I would love to talk with you both about what I'm just calling stats and stories, just something else to kind of help paint a picture around what you've been seeing happening in your community. And I really wanna focus in on that, that aspect of rural because, you know, me, Based on my experience, I I grew up rural Tennessee, East Tennessee, but McMinn County, Monroe County. There's some really special things about rural that I think can sometimes be overlooked, maybe. And I would love to hear some of the, the things that you all have experienced of what might be seen as something people overlook and actually be a strength. And... When you think about your expansion, you think about what you're doing now in, in rural Tennessee, what are some of the things that come to mind on some of the people that you're working with and some of the outcomes you're seeing? I, As someone who grew up in, in rural Tennessee, I'm really excited to hear these.
0: Well, I, I, you know, some of the things we've seen, and, and one of the things that's really helped here is in our region, believe it or not, some of the most rural counties have the most gigabit broadband. And so again, that contributes to, yes, you can build a great company in this little rural town. And we're just an hour from Nashville airport. So there's that as well. So, you know, we really focused on, it was interesting in our initial talks with people that I did a lot of rotary meetings and all those kind of things is that, you know, when I asked people to name three entrepreneurs, they named Steve Jobs and people like that. And they never mentioned a local entrepreneur. And so that was a real learning experience for me on the speaking circuit is that rural areas didn't really think about entrepreneurship. And that's been part of our job is to really push it to the forefront of economic development and place building and community building that I don't think a lot of people thought of
1: in our area. Jeff, I love that. So Tiffany, I want to ask you from your close-up and personal perspective of hearing directly so many stories and interviewing so many really cool folks on the Upper Cumberland. Um, I know you have the podcast Powered by Her, and I think you have a really good perspective. You hear a lot of these up-close-and-personal stories of what's happening, and what are some of the like trends and some of the, the things that you've been hearing now the last several months, years, on what's what people might be surprised to hear about.
2: I think people are just really inspired um, by the resources that are available in these areas to start their own businesses. The stories I hear are not people who set out to think I'm going to run my own company or, um, you know, I'm going to global domination. It's, I have this idea. I really, you know, we have a, a one woman that we worked with that she was farming And she had her own grain and she wanted to sell bread. And so we were able to help her get a micro loan, set up a storefront so that she could sell her bread, have an industrial kitchen. And it was just, it was kind of stemmed from a hobby that she had. And so I think in these rural areas, we can kind of touch people in a more direct way than people. Yes, we're only an hour from Nashville, but people aren't going to go from their farm in Nashville to say, hey, I want to, you know, open a store. Can you help me? So we kind of are the, the relatable way for people to get in touch with these resources.
1: Jeff, what are, as we're continuously talking more about, you know, the stats and stories, what are some of the, like, when we zoom out, like, what are some of the stats that you've seen when it comes to rural entrepreneurship? So
0: I'll give you the good and bad. So the hard part about rural is, is how do we let them know we're here? Because most entrepreneurs are in their basement or their garage and they're hacking away, right? They're not out going to huge meetings and, and those kind of things. So how do we get word to them? That's always interesting for us. And, and that's a statewide phenomenon, being part of the, the network. We all deal with that. But, yeah, you know, we've seen some really cool stories that promote our idea of you can have a lifestyle here that is really good as far as you know schools, crime, cost of living. So we've been really interested in two things, that we are more than 50% female participation. So that's been a really interesting statistic for us. And we've also helped raise four startups. We're somewhere close to $9 million or so in angel and early stage capital that honestly, that's probably double what we would have hoped for at this stage. So that's a surprising statistic that we didn't see coming. So sometimes you get good news, right?
1: There's a lot of good news. What kind of industries, I know you gave some examples earlier, but are there any themes on some of the, the entrepreneurs that you've worked with, on what you're seeing them do in their hometown, and their home communities, as they get these resources in entrepreneurship?
0: You know, it, it, there's a couple of them. One we've spent a lot of time with because it's a really interesting story. And uh, she has wound up launching a software piece to manage Department of Transportation compliance for companies that aren't necessarily trucking companies. So, say, oil field businesses and landscapers, they have trucks that are under DOT compliance, and they don't know anything about doing that. So she took her 20 years experience and built a piece of software. And this was kind of a a, almost a MacGyver type story that the way we met her was through a local uh, IP attorney. She was sitting in his office and they figured out that her developer was stealing the software. So he literally texted me and said, are you there? Sent her over there. Within two hours, we had our top kind of software guys and some of the guys from Tennessee Tech. We logged in and watched him download her files, and so we were blocking him as we could, and so it was really a nine one one entrepreneurial story, and so then we got her with all the people, rebuilt it. She launched in March and has done quite well, and so that was really an interesting story that, with a few phone calls, we were able to help her change her business in a month. And so she's just been been really fun to work with and one of our great stories of what we could actually pull together in much more of an emergent situation than we normally want to deal with.
2: Part of that just goes to show kind of the, the small town atmosphere is that, you know, we're connected with these IP attorneys. We're connected because there's not 50 of them. We're able to have the right connections at the right time in the right places.
1: I love that. It's it's another visual representation of how you are in their corner. And I would imagine relationships are gonna be a little bit tighter. That's how I remember it. And that works for you. That definitely works in situations like this. So when they need help, you're there. You're ready to go.
2: Well, in, in a lot of in a lot of situations, You know, people's grandmas knew each other and I'm a transplant. I'm not from here, um, but I just decided I was going to jump right in. But Jeff's a lifer here in the Upper Cumberland. And so he's got, oh, I went to high school with that guy or this guy and he knows all these people. Um, But I think that relational aspect is what makes this area so different and so unique than other ecosystems.
1: That's a good transition. Jeff, what would you say, you being a lifer there in Upper Cumberland, what is your message to the rest of the country about your community and what you're most proud of and why it's a great place to grow a business here in tennessee
0: well you know it's kind of the the, one of the stories we hear from kind of the more techie entrepreneurs come here you know we see that happen a lot and we've done a lot of research with the development district here that a lot of people come to these more rural areas like Cookville for the cost of living for the schools for those things from urban areas when they start having kids right because then the cool lifestyle of a big city does not appeal to you because Mm -hmm. you're home changing diapers right Uh, so you you, you don't get to enjoy that anymore so the combination of resources we hear you know the largest engineering school in the state is in cookville tennessee tech it's nice to have a few thousand engineering students around when you run an, an entrepreneur center. So, you know, it's that lifestyle that people are looking for in today's world. You can do the cool tech job and still live where you want and recreation from kayaking to hiking to, to those kind of things. So it, it really is comes down to a, a kind of a, a, a placemaking idea. And that's what we're really proud of is you can, you can start a business here and still kind of have that, uh, I don't know, that utopian lifestyle, so.
1: The lifestyle and the culture definitely is shining right now. I can I can see everything you're describing and having all of that accessible and having that right there in your backyard. It's, it's in your home. It's it's great. You know,
0: he- heavy traffic for us would be six cars in front of you at a traffic light, right? So.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: I, I miss those days. Uh, wow. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, uh, I joke that my morning commute, not during school time, is seven minutes. And during school time, it's 12 minutes. So,
1: That's great. That is quick. Tennessee Tech, that's a, a great resource you've mentioned. That's right there, a part of your community. And now that you've been expanding, now I want to circle back to what we we're talking about, Sparta and, and McMinnville. So now Biz Foundry is... Expanding not just from cookville, but you've expanded to some other nearby areas. So as you start to connect those cities and and in areas and Of course, they're getting plugged into this larger Tennessee network too. have you seen or what do you anticipate? To bring more connectivity there
0: Well, you know part of how we got to both of those is quite frankly both chambers and city and county leadership reached out to us and said, when could you do one here? And what can we do to help make that happen? And so it's nice when people come and offer to help, because in some places we feel like we've had to hack our way through the bush, right? So the support we got there made those two areas happening. And, and we obviously love you. Know, we're lifelong entrepreneurs. So of course we want to be bigger and new and our board is quite funny. Like, we made some huge decision to do that. That was probably 15 minutes of discussion in a board meeting. It is like, okay, let's go do this, right? We didn't do this to set, set around on our haunches. And um, so that really made those tears possible. And then having Tiffany, and, you know, it's another thing. I feel like we have a pretty well-old machine. and. and in my team right now everybody understands their roles and tiffany has taken so many things off me that i can go launch these new projects and and drive her nuts with all the new stuff i want to do
1: that's great so tiffany do you have anything you want to respond with as he's calling you out here
2: i mean i think he like he said we are a well-oiled machine and so we're small but mighty we that we have three full-time staff members and to hourly employees, everybody just kind of, we just get it done. And so it's like, well, who does that part? And it's like, one of us will, we'll figure it out. And um, we just kind of work well together to, for the better. And we all have a good heart for really entrepreneurship. It's not that we're in it to make sure we, you know, catch the, the biggest profit It's that we want to serve the community the best we can. That's
1: wonderful. I know, your team, while you're saying it is a small, it definitely is mighty, and you all cover a lot of ground. And I think it's pretty clear that your your passion for supporting other entrepreneurs and helping them realize maybe it might just be a hobby, but hey, you have you've got a business here. You can do a lot more here, and then that's gonna reinvest in the the local economy, and that's just gonna compound on itself. And so as we're starting to wrap up. I'm curious with both of you, what is your favorite hobby or your favorite pastime, just being where you live? I know you've mentioned things like, hey, if you like outdoors or kayaking or anything like that, is there anything that you both enjoy in your hometown?
2: I just love this community. I love all the community events that we have. It's such a small small area, but not even just Cookville and Putnam County. Every time I go down to McMinnville, we, once we opened that location, I'd come back every single time and say, Jeff, it's so cool. It's so, you know, they do this, they do that. Um, These rural areas that community feel that really, um, whether it's the events that they have, I swore I was not going to get involved in things I didn't want to get involved with. And I decided that I wanted to captain a um, Habitat for Humanity team. We have a really big Habitat for Humanity um, community here. And I took female entrepreneurs, so it was all guests that had been empowered by her. And we raised over $12,000, I think, in like three weeks for a Habitat home. We were the, the top raising team and we went and got to raise the walls for a house. And so just that community atmosphere where these women are building businesses and they, you know, running their business and they took the time to invest into something else as well. And so it all, the way this circle works really is um, amazing to me. And I really love being a part of it.
1: That's great. How about you, Jeff? You know,
0: it, it's funny as I've gotten a little older, as Tiffany constantly reminds me. Um,
1: you know, <laughs>
0: I, I don't know that I have a lot of hobbies anymore, but again, this is kind of a passion for me. So, and I think that's a cool thing about our team. I don't think any of us ever feel like we're going to work. We love doing this. So, I mean, keep learning about entrepreneurship is kind of my hobby now, right? You know, how do I get better at this? And and now there's obviously grandchildren and things that I love playing with them, but I do a lot of reading and and it's just a cool thing. I live where I want to live. I'm not having to spend, you know, an hour and a half in traffic both ways for a cool job. So, I mean, you know, honestly, when I look at where I'm at in life right now, this is pretty sweet. So play a little golf and things like that, but it's just, we really enjoy what we're doing and i think that may be something that that maybe a lot of people don't see about i think they see it but i don't think we often think about that cuz we never have those oh we wish we weren't doing this today
2: well and don't let jeff's like southern accent or he's a softie for sure and his heart for entrepreneurship i mean he is not lying when he's like this is my hobby and it's amazing to work for a boss like that, that cares so much. It's not, like I said, it's not worried about, well, that's going to cost us too much or, or that, you know, it's, that's not what he looks at. He looks at the end result. Is this going to inspire somebody to build a business? Is this going to help our community and, and teach him about entrepreneurship? And he really has great heart for, for what he's doing.
1: I think that is coming through loud and clear that that he does and, and so do you and, and your team and I'm really excited about the growth and this has been awesome so the final question is is there anything else that you would want to have a rally cry around not only your hometown that you've shared but about Tennessee as a, a destination for folks who might be you know reconsidering where they're at maybe wanting to move here to great state of Tennessee?
0: I would say one of the things is, you know, as I go to other states and attend meetings, and and I don't think people have a clue how entrepreneurship in Tennessee, because of Launch Tennessee and the Entrepreneur Center Network and the different networks and the connectivity, most other states, when we go there, are astounded that Tennessee has done this. And the questions are, how did you guys pull that off? Well, you know, great governors, great departments of economic development, good teams. I mean, it's amazing. We always feel like we're not doing enough fast enough until we go visit these other states. And, And, you know, it's just like the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. You know, I'm huge friends with Jim and we talk once a week. Co, you know, collab out of Chattanooga. We're always talking and running projects together. So that's something that that I think people don't put a lot of thought into is how far Tennessee has come in their goal to be the number one state to start a business. So
2: Well, and I want to add to that. People have reached out from other places, and I'm like, okay, well, what? Who's who's your launch Tennessee, uh, whatever state? And it's like, well, they don't have a launch Tennessee, and it, it really is interesting to me that cause I've, I've only been in entrepreneurship in the state of Tennessee. I've, I've lived other places, but I've never, I was in academics back, back in the day. And so I didn't have, you know, a basis of this. And so to me, this is what everybody does. This is the norm. And then when you um, realize it's not, you realize how amazing it is. And then just the fact that with we talked earlier about the relationship you're able to really connect with these entrepreneurs and really then serve a a greater good that we have an entrepreneur that's doing global work on entrepreneurship helping um, to start entrepreneur centers in Africa and third world countries that we might not have been able to help work with and be a part of that had we been in a network that doesn't isn't so focused on entrepreneurship
1: I love it it's it's but one thing that's happening right here in one city can can have a ripple effect all across the region, across the state and and beyond. Well, this has been so much fun. I am so thankful for the work you're doing. I have loved getting the chance to spend some time with both of you. What's a good way for someone to learn more about the Biz Foundry?
2: We have a great website at is up to date and then um, that's the bizfoundry.org. we have social media you can find both jeff and i on linkedin do not send jeff an email because he gets 700 a day but you can call us email website all that kind of stuff
1: well tiffany and jeff thanks so much for sharing your story here on disrupt the continuum
2: thank you for having us
0: thanks clark we enjoyed it so anytime
1: Thanks for listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a Launch Tennessee podcast for entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. Launch Tennessee has received national recognition for statewide collaboration, an innovative economy, and stakeholder diversity. And that's because of amazing folks like yourself who are contributing to make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. To join the conversation, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LaunchTN and visit launchtn.org buildtn to learn more about Tennessee's entrepreneurial ecosystem. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we'll see you soon on another episode of Disrupt the Continuum.